No rock stars, roadies, or groupies were harmed in the making of this broadcast. On the Rocks with Jamie Wilson is brought to you by Offshore Music. Go where the sound takes you. Giving it to you straight and no chaser. This is On the Rocks with Jamie Wilson. On the Rocks with Jamie Wilson is brought to you by Offshore Music. Go where the sound takes you. All right, all right, all right. Welcome to On the Rocks. I'm Jamie Wilson. How are you guys doing today, man? We're back on MECQ. It's been a gloomy day. Uh, you know, slight rain, some thunder and lightning, so we never know. But hey, it's the first day of September, so of course... My entire feed is just full of Jose Mari Chan memes, which is fantastic because he heralds the coming of the Christmas season. I hope you guys have been staying safe um, out there. If you have to go out, if you don't have to go out, please stay home, man. Stay home and listen to some good music, especially by the group that we have on tonight. But before we get to them, we've got a few announcements from Offshore Music. Uh, we'd like to start off by saying happy birthday to Anna Mori, offshore artist and Wonderful, wonderful artist. She's fantastic. Uh, we're going to be guesting her also this week um, to find out more about her uh, new upcoming album. So happy birthday, Anna. Uh, and of course, uh, Anak ng Bayan by Sulo is out now on all streaming platforms. You got to check out this band from CDO, man. They kick ass. Also, Alive at Wildgrass Studios, the live EP by Extrapolation is out now on all streaming platforms. And we're going to be hearing more about that tonight. And of course, Vinyl Alert, our last few copies of Apartel's Full Flood album on vinyl are available at Northwest Estate Collectibles and Placa Planet. So get your copy now. We'd like also to thank our friends from Buenos Dias, Panaderia, and the Misty Mountain Cafe. Thank you so much for the happiness that you constantly bring with your Milo buns and, of course, the premium blend coffee. I absolutely, absolutely love this combination. So, guys... Man, if you want happiness in your mouth, oh, it's the best combination in the world. And, of course, our friends from Liquor.ph sent me a bottle of this wonderful gin. Now, as you may know, I'm not a big drink, uh, big drink gin drinker. What? I'm not a big uh, gin drinker, but this is actually fantastic. Puerto de India's gin has finally arrived in the Philippines. This gin created a new category of gin. It's pink. It's pink, guys. They pioneered the first strawberry gin on the market. This lovely gin is produced in one of Spain's oldest and most traditional distilleries located in Sevilla. It's light pink in color with soft strawberry aroma, a sweet palate with light citrus and an aniseed finish. And only at 37.5% alcohol by volume, you will be sure to love it. You can get this lovely strawberry gin only from our friends at liquor.ph. So thank you so much. I've actually been drinking for a couple of hours now. And, you know, they even sent me a nice glass to go with it. So thank you, liquor.ph. And cheers to everybody out there watching. So tonight we've got an interesting show. These guys have been labeled um, a jazz band. But really, when you when you really listen to their stuff, um, there's so many things going on in there. Um, their EP, um, Alive at Wildgrass Studios, is actually a fantastic soundtrack for this rainy and gloomy day, bringing me moments of, you know, um, you know, sunshine and melancholy and um, some um, some dark moments even. So it's really a wide variety of sounds that I am actually hearing on this EP. So I don't understand why you have to lump them into 
the category of jazz, but I guess somehow it helps us understand them. But, you know, we're going to get to know them a little bit more tonight. So let's bring them on. Let's bring on Isab, E.K., Elijah, and Jello. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Extrapolation. Hello, hello. Hey, guys. Hello. How are you doing, hey. guys? Good evening. What's up? Good, good. Man, it is raining hard here in Makati. I can hear the thunder and lightning outside my window, which is like a perfect, like you know, Wednesday night in, you know. It's a vibe, um, but vibe. yeah, it's it's a good it's a good vibe, you know. I love I love the way the rain makes me feel. And you guys gave me a really good soundtrack today because I had to do some errands. It was drizzling a little. It was gloomy. It was cloudy, and you guys brought some sunshine into my day. So thank you so much for that, and thank you for being on the show. Um, I just want to find out how you guys are doing, uh, doing during this pandemic. It's been more than a year, man. And how are we all? How are we all keeping up? Jello, let's start with you. Um, surviving. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay because I can run my business without going out, so that's fine. I'm pretty much all right. <laughs> what do you do? Um, I make costumes for a living. Actually, we're what? actually in my workshop. If you see up there, we got some props yeah. over there. And behind me are my 3D printers over there. And then I have a lot of mess, which I cleverly hid so that nobody can see it. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's so much work happening, strangely. But yeah, I don't have to go out to go to the, you know, to buy hardware store stuff. So I just buy it all on Shopee. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Online, yeah. You gotta watch out for the online shopping, man. You know, Dude. I had to delete my apps because I'm oh an boy. emotional shopper. Oh boy. So if I'm feeling happy, ah. I'll buy something. If I'm feeling oh bad, I buy something. I delete those apps. You, you I can't. The weirdest things on Shopee, yeah. <laughs> like like this, like this weird weather predicting device that I got. Oh, there we you go. You have a weather predicting device? I don't know if it works, but it's Okay, so I don't know if you guys can see it, but like yeah. there are crystals in here. And then if okay. it's a little more humid, they're, they're going to form something else or something. I don't really know if it works or not, but yeah, this is it one of the weird cool. shops. It, it looks, looks pretty cool. cool. Yeah. And then it has this fun stand and it's just sitting there on my, um, just beside my window so it can, it can see the weather. <laughs> I don't know, man, but yeah, that's what pandemic does. It just makes you buy weird stuff. That's I one know. of them. It, it brings you a weird sense of gratification because since we can't go out or our movements are so limited when you order something and it Ooh, arrives, like you're like, hey, somebody cares. Yeah, Shopee yeah. cares. <laughs> and they'll take your you know. money too. Exactly. <laughs> so you're doing well? <laughs> You're you're doing well during this. Uh, what about um, you know, uh, creatively? You you're still okay. I mean, you make costumes. Yeah. Is this for films? If you do it for films and television? Um, no. Lately, mostly it's been for um content creators. Like uh, one of my clients, oh. he does he does uh, makeup and prosthetics, and he does live streams with it. Yeah. He does gaming live streams, and yeah, he does a lot of YouTube. I'm not sure if he. Um, if you guys can search up Prince de Guzman transformations on YouTube, he's a really cool local artist, and he, he's most famous for his Pennywise cosplay. He's super good. Ah. It looks so freaking real. I don't want to look at him. <laughs> right now, he has a um, he has a stream with the costumes and props that we made him. So that's one of just one of the things that we do. 
Pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty cool. So you're doing well. What about you, EK? Kamusta? Um, yeah, I mean, work-wise, it's been like um, trickling in because, um, you know, I'm a sound engineer, by the way. So, yeah, I have to like uh, see people in person. But luckily, it's like our industries is one of the one of the ones that can operate uh, at MECQ. So, you know, I mean, I was just chilling for the last two weeks. But then now that it's MECQ, I have some clients trickling in. It, nice. It's funny, wasn't it frustrating? Because when the lockdown was declared, all these projects were put on hold. And then as yeah. soon as MECQ comes in, lahat sabay-sabay, you're like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, because we shit. don't know what's going to happen after September 7. They've only declared MECQ until September 7. So we don't know what the hell is going to go on after yeah, that. Yeah. What? What community bit, what community quarantine are we gonna go into now? Or are we finally going into the barbecue community quarantine? Oh, I like <laughs> you know? that. Yeah, yes, that would be please. fun. Yeah, Outdoors, lineup, you know, yeah. have have a whole barbecue setup and a vaccination center, and you're done, man. Right? That's how I would run it. <laughs> It'll get a lot of people to go for sure. <laughs> diba? Free barbecue. Oh. What about you, Elijah? How are you doing? How are you doing during this lockdown? Uh, I guess mixed feelings about it. I mean, I've spent two birthdays na ng lock sa lockdown. <laughs> um, work-wise, okay naman. Uh, I've I've managed to switch uh, to switch companies ngayong pandemic. I do IT professionally. Yeah. Uh, but I guess here sa bahay, I guess thank God for music, video games. Uh, books and other and, and random stuff you find on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, you know, we've been in lockdown for so long or some degree of lockdown. And it's also very ironic that, you know, in the beginning of the lockdown, the government declared artists and all artistic endeavors non-essential. And I find yeah. that so ironic because that's what oh. everybody, that's what everybody oh. turned to. You know, when I we know. were locked down, everybody's listening to music, making music, watching videos. True. Without that, oh, you know, we would have lost our sanity, man. Can you imagine exactly. this happened pre-internet? Yeah. If it's just pre-internet, yeah. right? Oh boy. Oh, it's it's very maddening. Well, I'm gonna have <laughs> to imagine you, that. You're gonna have to fax your shoppy orders. You know? <laughs> Damn. Mom, mom, what's a fax? Handwrite it. <laughs> a fax machine. Yeah, I'll probably get somebody to page you or something, right? Oh, <laughs> what's a pager? pager? Oh, yeah. What's a pager? God. You know? <laughs> what yeah, about age you, Shab? Quick age I, check. Age check. Well, you know what? Oh, you know, no. it's, it, it's, good, it's good to see that. It's good to see that at least technology, um, at least we have the technology to actually, you know, get together. Um, do recordings, um, shoot films. Boy. I go out and shoot films almost every day. Um, it's Oof. good to be busy, right? As a safety yeah. officer, it's good to be busy. But it's nice because our industries, the creative industries, never really stopped. Um, if you That's count true. how many albums were released um, during the pandemic, it's actually more than the average year without the pandemic. Dude. So oh, really? people, cool. yeah, yeah, we That's did the, cool. we did a, we did a study, and the statistics are like people are releasing more music now because what else are you gonna do? You're stuck at home. Yeah, That's true. Right? So, so people are making fantastic. their own. Yeah, the people are they're making their own home studios and things like that, no? Yes, now the home right? studio. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's had to transition into knowing um, yeah. a little bit about the technology. They have to, you know, soundproof their rooms for the live streaming. Everybody has oh to be gosh, their own yeah. makeup artist. You know, it's actually oh, hilarious. 
Diba? So, like yeah, Sab, ang ganda ng ilaw mo, Sab. <laughs> I like, I'm, 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 I'm very partial to red light. I love, Sab, how, how have you been doing? I've been doing well. I've been doing well. Um, Yeah, just like everybody trying to stay sane. I'm on TikTok. I, and I yeah. said I would never be on TikTok. And like, sometimes you just, you just, um, you just follow certain accounts for for your dose of serotonin and that's my that's my life sometimes um work wise i was able to switch jobs also uh during the pandemic uh still in marketing and i also do marketing for the band so it kind of just yeah! like <laughs> that works that uh, works yeah that kind of works everything's homegrown <laughs> I Thank not, you, Isab. <laughs> I, I I have not succumbed to TikTok yet, yet, mm. right? But I gotta tell you, man, I have never, never watched so many stupid videos in my life as when you're stuck <laughs> at home. Like you know, I mean, Dude, okay, so crazy. you have you have the option of like Netflix. Okay, so you you want to watch a series, yeah. you can binge watch, you can watch a flick, and you know a film. But man, you know, there's so much content out there, and I've never watched so many stupid videos. In my right. entire life, and it's, it's like just snacks. It, it, it really, it really helps you, you know, survive the day. Yeah, Jamie on TikTok, that'll be the day. I know that's the end of the world. As we know. <laughs> right? I wouldn't even know oh what to boy. do. With it. I tried, I tried to go on Discord, and really, I have never found an app that is more uh, whose name is exactly what it is. It's just Discord. I had no idea how to fucking navigate. I think it shows my age. Oh my god! But seriously, I spent five I minutes on Discord feel. and. I'm Deal. I can't deal. There's too many things happening, you know. Yeah, dude, same. Like, I don't know. There's so many channels, and it's just like, what's? Wait, so I don't have to call you. We can just jump in and <laughs> what? I don't know. I still couldn't Again, understand. Again, it shows it. our age, you know. Uh, yeah, right. And, then, and, then, and you're like, somebody jumping in. I'm like, who the fuck Please are you? Check. You know, right? Oh boy, fun. I don't know, but you know that that's great though that you guys are are doing well. Um, trying to stay sane as much as possible, and I think, um, going into going into your uh, recent release, um, alive at Wildgrass Studios, I think that's a fantastic oh and actually a brave choice to make because we've been seeing a lot of quarantine recordings where yeah. you know pasa 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 yung mga files via email. Oh yeah, and then you add your layer, diba? But to actually yeah, do yeah, it yeah. live, to actually do it live is a fantastically brave choice. And I think um, I think it if you're gonna have a reason to all get together, since there are no gigs yet, hello yeah. government, can we open up the bars? <laughs> you know, um, since there are no gigs yet, I think that was a fantastic reason to get together. But before we talk about your EP, I want to find out more of your musical backgrounds. Um, I've, ah. I'm always interested in you know, this is this this shows as much a learning process for me because I get to know not only the musicians but what they listen to, and you know, it's like a time machine. I think of it as a time machine where you, you know right. your 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 influences. You you if you name your influences, you listen to what they listen to and the, what they listen mm. to. So it's going back. So, Jill, let's right. start with you. Um, what music okay. did you grow up? To? Well, when it comes to like flute, um, I started a lot of like classical tunes. Um, I studied uh, an extension course in UP's, uh, what's this, every Wednesday after high school, after Wednesday, uh, 
every Wednesday in high school. Yeah. And it came, it went around for four years. And then I found extrapolation. It's like, what's jazz? What? It exists. What? I love that. What's what? jazz? What's jazz? And then, oh, you got to make your own tune on the fly. I'm just like, what? <laughs> it took me a while to like wrap my head around that concept of like what jazz is in the, the first place. Because at least, um, I, I think also that at that time, EK, uh, one of the first band members, and the rest of the band members back then were also like trying to figure out what extrapolation really was. Like, remember before Red Hot Chili Peppers? <laughs> EK? <laughs> Right, and I don't know. I guess it was just fi- trying to figure it out. Um, but apart from just classical music, I think most of my music influences really have just been from game music, like uh, stuff from Final Fantasy, wow. even from games like Persona. Super love that series, that 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 game. Um, yeah, and stuff from the PS2. Just like jamming out to them before, and then I was like, hey. This is what they were talking about. This is some of this is jazz. All right, I think I get you. So I guess uh, what's this? Um, yeah, that it's mostly from there. Actually, <laughs> I think that's funny because you, you discovered jazz through video games. Who would have video thought? games? I swear, yeah. Before that's amazing. Yeah. And, and really, yeah, the I soundtracks like I've, I've recorded a few voices for for video games. Um, and it's Dude. actually quite an interesting process because you're 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 you've been immortalized until they upgrade the console and they upgrade the game. Yeah, that's true. But it's quite interesting you're, because your your um your when you when you hear the finished product because that's just seeing there's gameplay, there's all the graphics, yeah. etc. etc. Everybody focuses on. And really, it's the really great games that also focus just as much on the soundtrack. Exactly. And the audio, um, oh the, the sound design of that, and it's really yeah, just a, that's true. A, a whole immersive. It's a whole immersive um, experience, and I find that I don't play a lot of video games. Yeah. The soundtrack sucks. You're like, eh, you know, right? It just doesn't feel right. Like yeah. there's this game I'm playing right now. It's called Genshin Impact, and I've done a lot of costumes for that. And it's a free to play game, but. Um, it's one of those free-to-play games that you roll to get your favorite characters, one of those. But then I, I just stopped in one of the towns and I was like, let's just listen to this. And then it was like seven eights. Dun, 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 bum, bum, bum. I was like, wait a minute. I really <laughs> thought about it. And it's like a German, German-inspired town. And then it, it just made it work. And then it goes to 4-4 four, four, and they're just like, ah. This is like musical orgasm. One of the, that, <laughs> so I just really loved it. <laughs> How did you get and into the flute, though? How did you get into the flute? Why? Oh the my flute? god! So that's uh... super specific. <laughs> so that's not like that's not like oh I'm gonna pick up the guitar so I can impress chicks. A flute is oh, a completely no. different animal. I I I used to be called recorder boy in grade school. <laughs> So, in um, <laughs> when I was in grade three, uh, they were like, "Oh, you're gonna learn the recorder," and just like recorder, this is a flute. I'm just like, "Okay, okay, I'll play along. I'll play along." And then I never stopped until grade seven. And then my mom was like, "Get yourself a real instrument." <laughs> so she gave me a flute for my birthday. So that's where I started all of my 
lessons and yeah that's it yeah <laughs> the, only Weird. I, the only encounter i've had with the flute was uh well i'm a rock music uh lover so yeah jethro tull was a big uh, I, I love jethro tull and i actually got to see them live uh, when i was in london and it's Boy. funny because they're, they're an old band right um but okay. of course you know you're just stuck with your you're just stuck with your album covers i don't really know That's... what they look like Mm-hmm. And when I was there in the audience, when Jethro Tull came out, um, the band, and uh, they, their vocalist is a flute soloist as well, and he stands on one yeah. leg while he's playing. And I remember when the band first came on, I, my, my reaction was like, who are these oh, fucking leg. old farts coming out? Like, all these <laughs> old guys coming out. Like, they, they look like my Lolo, man. Oh my and I'm God. realizing, oh, yeah, this is a band from the 60s and the 70s. Yes, they would be old. Oh yeah, <laughs> but he can still do his flute solos while standing on one leg. Um, one leg, on one it's leg. Fl- you know the, the, the classic flute pose, right? Yeah, yeah. And he can we still flautists, do that. Yeah, we flautists are the weird ones, no? <laughs> right? <laughs> Whenever we play them, it's just like, oh, I don't know. I always see that with the flautists here, around, and everywhere. And not the classical flautists. They're very yeah. like, very like prim and proper. Yeah. But if you see, if you see these weirdos, <laughs> if you see these weirdos playing. Oh God, it's weird. I saw this Japanese uh, flute player um, was this playing for a uh, for um from this anime called Yuri on Ice, and then the flautist was like, it's weird because he also had glasses. He was about my height. We had the same build, and it was just like when he replays, he's just like doing a limbo. So I was like. I think it's a flautist thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? Rocking out right? in the flute, man. It's unique. It's extremely exactly. unique. Exactly. That's quite, it's quite interesting that the, the, your background is video games music. From video classical games. To video yeah. Games. yeah. Anime that's a, sometimes. That's an interesting jump right there. Yeah. 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 What about um, you, yeah, EK? That's... Oh. Let's, let's, let's hear from uh, EK in a man. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, no. Me, uh, it started out in like high school. Uh, I come from a musical family, so I have titos who are like musicians, so it was always around music. But then it was like in high school, and I wanted to wanted to impress the girls, so I figured like, all right, this is something I can do. I can be a musician. So I was, yeah, and I was like uh, into like the rock stuff, like Red Hot Chili Peppers, Rage Against the Machine. Uh, yeah, and then um, yeah, one of my bandmates got me into into like improvisation and jazz and then I kind of got there got into it from there that's quite interesting I'm so glad that you finally like said somebody on the show has finally said yes they picked up an instrument to impress the girls because every time I ask a musician what (laughs) got you into music they have this long like you know explanation and I'm like dude you just wanted to impress the girls admit it yeah yeah well it started like that yeah, I like it more. It's like, what the fuck? I'm playing jazz. I'm not gonna get any girls, but like, yeah, it starts then you grow, but nobody yeah. ever really wants to admit it. So, I'm so glad EK finally admitted it. Hell yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I actually was talking to a uh, to uh, to Mike Shimamoto. Um, oh, yeah. We were together in a lock-in shoot, and I asked him that question, and he's like, "Oh, you know, because I love, I love like playing the guitar." And he had this whole like convoluted answer, and I'm like, "Dude, you just wanted to impress the girls, admit it." And he would oh, not admit. He would not. Oh, Shim. Right. <laughs> I know Shim. He wouldn't. He wouldn't. <laughs> he would. Knowing him, he wouldn't. 
he's such a nice guy that he wouldn't admit it. You know, no, he's such a cinnamon roll. <laughs> <laughs> That's a cinnamon roll with a C. <laughs> All of us here are cinnamon rolls with an S. <laughs> so, Iki, how did you get into sound engineering? From like, you know, uh, you you explored. Yeah, the sound engineering part was kind of like I wanted to uh, get into like the process of making music because I was like, how can me play my instrument? How can I turn? How can that turn into this record that has all this like this huge sound palette? And so I was always kind of like I wanted to understand that process instead of just being a someone who plays the instrument. You know, I want to be that too, but you know, I wanted to get into the whole process of making music. So yeah, it was like in college, I just because I have a tito naman who's like a DJ, so he was into the sound, the music production stuff, like um, the electronic stuff. So I got into it from from there. I was like, you know, making beats and stuff, and so yeah, I just kind of reached a point where it intersected with um, what I was doing with the band. You know, interesting. I've I've worked also as a sound engineer in um, in hit productions, and it's quite an interesting animal to see how things are created. In terms yeah, of like yeah. you know not not just not just how I, I that that was my reason for becoming a sound engineer because I wanted to see how these albums are created how do you yeah. how do you track a musician how do you track how do you mic drums etc cetera, etc cetera. but we were a post production house so um, my first task was actually creating sound effects and um, and we used to have a huge Ooh, sound effect library but you don't always have the sound effect you're looking for so uh-huh. we had to learn how to foley. Which Foley? is basically creating, oh, yeah. So we had to learn how to foley. That's so cool. Oh, and it's yeah. quite interesting to now when you know it's funny when you watch um when you watch movies, sometimes a part of my brain will go like jacket lang You know, when you when you when you just <laughs> yeah. ruffle your jacket and that's the flock yeah, of birds, you know what I mean? That, that's a jacket. You know what I mean? It's, and it it, it yeah. actually it actually takes some of the magic away because you know how it's mm. done. But since you know how it's done. Yeah. And you're actually doing it. It actually helps the whole process because that's you know how to deal with musicians and artists, etc., etc. Et so that's fantastic, Ike. Um, from Red Hot Chili Peppers, from impressing chicks to really getting into the music, into behind the music. So that's that's a great journey right there, right there. Elijah, what about you? <laughs> uh, for, so for me, I started actually in church. <laughs> um, right. So. <clears throat> so uh, back then, because uh, there was only one pianist in the church, and that was the, the pastor's wife, and so uh, they needed someone else to play aside from her. So uh, they got me to para uh, mm-hmm. and but it's, it's, it's not just me actually. Yeah. So, so it was it was more of back then. Uh, it was more of a necessity, I guess. Uh, it was that or drums for me actually. Uh, they made me choose. Was eventually, I, I, uh, <laughs> imagine me uh, drumming. I, I, I'm, I'm actually the, yeah, I'm actually one of the <laughs> uh, worst in keeping time here in the band. <laughs> we didn't say yeah, anything, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, mean, I know. I know. I've I've come a long way, but uh, oh, it's it's also because then for the most part of my uh, of me playing I was only alone. So my the time is just. Me, I mean, my mm. yeah. my artistic uh, uh, rules. Mm. <clears throat> so, so yeah, so started there. Then after, I guess, like around 
a year or so. I, I kind of kind of forgot na rin kung ano ko tagal. Uh, uh, they had to go somewhere because like, past, uh, pastors tend to be uh, transferred uh, from church to church. Then so uh, I was uh, so it, it was so from that point on it was just me uh, until now self taught. I tried the UP thing, just like Jello, the extension program thing. It, yeah, it didn't work for me. I found it boring. Uh, so, yeah. so uh, what got me into this type of music, uh, I'd say, uh, well, I, as, a, as a pianist, I'm very drawn into, uh, I was very drawn to harmony. So when, so when, when you hear jazz, like, uh, well, what about? I'm very much attracted to the chords that I hear in jazz, or at least uh, the music that it sounds jazzy. Because you know, not everything mm -hmm. that that has those harmonies is actually jazz. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Uh, so yeah, from there, it kind of spanned out. But I was actually listening uh, to other stuff in as well, uh, like Jello. I'm, I'm all, I was also into. Uh, uh, video games and music and i was also listening to rock as well i i, I know like all of us here actually uh like has a like, wide range of listening even before then uh so i, I was also listening to well one of the like, most memorable uh pieces i guess that i've listened to in high school was cradle filth's uh cover of bloody tears in castlevania i don't know if oh you watched <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. Oi, nice. Yeah. We should jazz it up. <laughs> yeah, you should. Yeah, and I was at the time I was also listening to uh other gospel songs, I guess. And uh Michael Jackson. Yeah, I was a big fan of Michael Jackson uh uh way back in high school. I even danced <laughs> to some uh, oh. uh school programs like Michael Jackson stuff. Oh shit. <laughs> Oh, Jello's like shocked at reaction, right? But then, let me tell you, Jello, yeah. the quickest way to get anybody to dance is really to put on a Michael Jackson record. Because okay. at one point right. in time, at one point in time, whether in public or secretly, uh -huh. if you're listening uh, to Michael are... Jackson in the house, you dance to Michael Jackson. Mm, I shall if experiment. You... I shall yeah, experiment dude, tomorrow. You know, you put, know, put, in, put in Billie Jean <laughs> and seriously, Michael Jackson's actually my house chore music. So it becomes ah. more enjoyable. So naguhugas ako ng pinggan. Or naglilinis ako. It does feel ako. productive. Tapos Michael Jackson yung soundtrack ko. So I'm having fun. I'm dancing with the yeah, broom. Yeah, he was my go-to music. So I yeah. if like I have nothing else to listen to, like put on Michael Jackson. It's fine, all right? And so, it's, yeah. a, it's amazing the range of his music as well. When you go yeah, from yeah. the Jackson 5 to his solo stuff. His later stuff, uh, you know, Blood on the Dance Floor, not too much. But then, you know, he has enough classics to actually make you happy. Mm -hmm. right? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And actually, I guess I have uh, an unusual uh, uh, type of listening, I guess. I, I, usually, uh, some of the musicians I know would listen to albums, the whole album. Whereas me, I would just listen to what uh, catches the interest. And it's usually that happens, like, pag nag, nag talakad ako somewhere, like sa mall, narinig ko, what, what was that? Yeah. So I, sometimes I only listen to one song sa isang album, uh, but just because like, it, came, uh, it came across, yung, yung, uh, 
yung song na yun at some point in time. So I just sound hounded that thing. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice. Well, you should try naman to explore oh, the rest no. of the album. Baka may magustuhan ka rin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, uh, eventually, eventually, yeah. Yun naman din yung ginawa ko. It's funny. It takes a while when you when you when a, when a song hits you as music listeners, right? When a song hits you, and you get the album, um, whatever format, whatever age you've been, whether it started out as vinyl or cassette or CDs, diba? It's always inevitable that we always go to that track that we that that got us to buy that album in the first place, right? And we play That's the true. shit out of that song, and then. You know, when you're not there by the player, the rest of the album happens and you're like, oh, maganda rin pala yung track 4. Ah, maganda rin yeah. pala yung track 5. But we, it, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, inevitable yeah. that you play the shit out of that one song that got you hooked. You know? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What about, what about you, Sab? What, what, what's, your, what's your musical background? When did you discover music? I discovered music I don't even remember. I just know that I was an album listener from the very beginning. Um, with cassette tapes, una, I think my very first cassette was Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera. You know, and then we had this tape player and I would just leave it on and just like sit and just listen to it. <laughs> and then we upgraded to like a CD player and then I had Destiny's Child. Um, and then when I'm tired of Destiny's Child, I listen to this classical, <laughs> classical um, album where with Beethoven and like Bach and stuff, I'm just trying to understand. And then I took piano lessons, actually. I never really had any like formal training with singing. It was just like a few years ago lang I um, just, just to no sort way. of fix everything that that um choir taught me in high school um i was an uh, i'm an alto and i sang alto and you know they never really they never teach you how to do solo uh singing um but after high school i said maybe i'll join the choir then in college i was in miriam so it was miriam high school and their choir was very competitive so I love being part of like some something that um, that grew or traveled or had. Um, huh. I don't. They were we were practicing every day after school and stuff like that. Like I love that. That really uh, gave me drive. But I found out that the choir in college wasn't that serious. Like it was okay. just like something that they did every other day, and so. I was like, maybe not. I'll look for like maybe a band that I can I can join. And um, uh, my first band was like a, an urban dub cover band. Oh, <laughs> and, um, the more you was, know. It was like it was that. It was like rock, and then I tried singing Paramore, but then I was like, I can't. Let's do some like pop vocal lessons and then I did like a I did like a talent show where I sang um a Christina Aguilera song I turn to you not very well I might have oh my um, god but my friends were like there to support 
Oh my god! I look back at the table and it's like, oh, cringe. Um, no, but that's the thing. That's the thing, though. When when you're a singer, I'm a singer. I come from a whole family of singers as well. And you know, when you're in school and they know you sing, you get volunteered. Ay, ay, ay. Yes. For everything, whether it be the national anthems, a flag ceremony, to talent contest, to oh look, mm-hmm. it's you know teacher appreciation day. We need a song number. Who sings in this class? Oh, ikaw. Go, and then, you know somehow I always accepted it because you get to miss class, you get exempted from tests and stuff like that. So it was a great way to get out of the classroom and doing something. But <laughs> just to go back to what you were saying, Sab, you're an alto and in choir. You know, it's funny you never get taught really how to solo or how to yeah. carry a song um, as an alto. I'm a baritone, so yeah. I had at least some mm-hmm. examples of baritones, like you know the crooners, right? Um, in terms of uh, solo singing for the male um, lower range. But every time you have to do harmonies, like if you're part of the choir or like me in musical theater, you get given the weirdest fucking harmonies mm-hmm. in the world. Yep. You, don't get, you don't get given the melodies. You get given these weird ballets. So you can um, make the sopranos. You can make the sopranos yeah. and the tenor sound good. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's all, the focus on the sopranos and the tenors are always there. And parang the baritone and the altos are like, oh, just back them up. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. In a beautiful song, I, uh, altos would just be like, do. It's like, yeah, I don't, can't really oh feel it, but at least I'm contributing to the sound. <laughs> That's true. You, got, you do contribute to the sound, but it's the weirdest thing when you, when you, I'm not schooled in music at all. So it's just, I just grew up singing. And yeah. when harmony started being given in to us um, and those weird ballets that you have to do vocally. It's it's such a chore because you're always attracted to the melody, mm-hmm. and and to have to veer away and sing these weird like notes, um, just to make the other guy sound good. You're like fuck, man. It's it's a, it's a real chore. Um, when did you start developing your own voice, Sam? I mean, you you've you've spoken about you know singing Christina Aguilera right. and you know Paramore and you know Urban. What, oh. When did you start <laughs> developing your own voice? Um, yesterday. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. Still in the process. I'm still, yeah, I'm still struggling with it. Although, um, people have said na parang, ah, you're, you have, you have like a voice naman. Or like, it's, it's distinguishable, I guess. Um, but for, just for the longest time, just like in, in choir, right? They, they give you the pieces. And then even when I started, uh, in extrapolation, I would take any song they would want to do. Like, we did, what was the song we did? Um, it had a rap good on it. Girls Go Bad. Yes. <laughs> I'll make them good girls, good go, girls bad. go bad. And that song. It was and then that. you made your own rap. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that was fun. I was just like, oh, just no. like having fun exploring also. Like, oh, that's fun. I never really like, I don't know. I want to sing everything. Um, nice. I don't know. In terms of my voice, I think it was more in writing songs um, naman na, that I found. Um, my voice, I guess. A couple of years also. The, the, the first song I ever wrote 
uh, with Extrap was Ghost. Mm. Also part, it's also part of the live album, and it's what we re- we released last year, December. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Oh, so oh, yun, eh. It was it was both were released, diba? Yeah. Oof, yeah. So it's, it's interesting hard. that you discovered your own voice um, by writing um, your own things, which is basically how everybody discovers. Like you know, a lot of musicians' journeys are basically. You know, we started as a cover band and we sucked. So if we write our own songs, nobody will know we sucked because this, <laughs> these are our songs. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. that 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 feeling alone has led to a lot of a lot of amazing music coming out. And before we talk about your EP, I want to know how did the band get together? You guys, um, you know, I've I've been researching. Some interviews said you didn't know what extrapolation was. It started out as no. a funk band, uh, a rock band, and you know it's just a process of discovery. How did the band get together, and how did you get your sound to where it is today? Um, who would want to take that? Yeah, well, I started it with uh, two two of my high school friends. Uh, we were like a a trio, which is an instrumental trio. So uh, yeah, that would that was just like. Uh, the high school circuit, you know, like school fairs and shit. You know, we played in like Magnet Katipunan back in the day. Um, oh. uh, yeah, but then eventually we just kind of met um, all these people and like just like musical friends along the path and we just kind of came together organically. Like Jayla's my cousin in law, so he was always in my sight. And then, yep, yeah, we planned the. Do we play in the same reunions? Uh, <laughs> kind of like that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, and then yeah, Isa, we just she went to one of our gigs, and then my bandmate asked her if she wanted to sing. So it kind of just came out about organically, but and I guess the sound kind of reflects that, because uh, kind of like everyone brings their own um, musical taste to the table, you know, and especially because we've had like a lot of lineup changes throughout the year throughout the years uh so yeah it kind of just like it's like a like a hodgepodge it's like a soup you know everyone puts in their own ingredients we could have been called soup <laughs> yeah soup soup number five soup number five yeah. man soup so it's funny when when you're talking about how um, you know how you guys got together organically and how the people here, at least on this call or the current lineup, landed here and brought their own thing to it, I think it's it's really um, I I love that whole when you know when things just fall together and yeah. the people that you're with in a group and you're making music come together naturally instead of a a fabricated idea and then you get people to play. You know what I mean? Uh, um, yeah, the, yeah. the organic, the the organic feel is so important, and I think it, yes, you're right. It does really reflect a lot in your sound because I can imagine you guys, you know, never playing your songs the same way twice, and I think oh, that's no. what keeps it that that's what 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 would keep it fresh, um, in a sense. Um, what about okay? So so going into your EP, let's let's discuss how this EP was made. Um, What's your writing and recording process like? Because with I've I've seen bands get together where they just jam. How does a jam become a song? You know what I mean? Uh, especially with um, 
uh, organic groups um, that that have a jazz background or putting all their influences in. How do you decide what's going to get locked into ito? Ito yung release natin. Because basically everything becomes a jam mm-hmm. when it's organic. And how do you decide this is what's going to... This is the song. How does a jam become a song? What's so... Uh, if you know, you're recording and writing process, what is that like? You all get in the studio and come up with an idea and then just freewheel it and leave the recorder running? Is that basically what happens? Like, just press record, <laughs> and let's see what happens. You know. Uh, well, usually what happens is someone will like send me the like a demo or like a jam that they have, and then since I'm like the pro- I'm like the production guy and the guy who arranges everything, so I kind of like make a skeleton, and then based oh. on that skeleton, we just like so okay. Make, so you make sense of it. Kinda, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, of it. yeah. And, it then, and then everyone then has to. Everyone puts in their input yeah. when we jam in the studio, and then I don't know. It just it's just like it, it. There's just a feeling when you one day you'll you'll jam it, and it's like ah, okay, this is how we're gonna play it. Like you figured out the the shape of the song, so it, it usually takes a bunch of you know a bunch of jams. We'll do it live a little bit. We'll try some things out, try some things out that we really don't like, and then you know kind of yeah. just do that process trial and error, and then it's like ah, okay, this is it. We're gonna play it now. We're playing it next week. Kind of like that. So, but after the jam, it's like, no, that didn't work. That yeah, didn't yeah, work. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where did where did where where did we go? We didn't go anywhere. So let's let's take that out and let's put this. Yeah, in. yeah, yeah. Because sometimes when you write originals, it's like you're, it's like the, the song. You have to figure out what the song is gonna be. Like it's not yeah. like, you know, I don't take that kind of like I'm the creator. It's more like I have to like nurse the idea into. Something like it's like a plant. I have to. All I can do is take care of it, and I can. I gotta see where it's gonna go. Yeah, so, so it, takes, it, it takes time, you know, to 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 achieve that. I love that. I love that. All you gotta do is water the plant, make sure it has enough sunlight. You know. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And it's gotta be alive. Do you guys butt heads at any time? I don't know, guys. Mm. Do we? Uh, do, I don't know, man. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> this lineup, it happened. Yeah. Um, but this lineup is a good lineup because uh, everyone's cool with each other. <laughs> everyone's cool. yeah. So it's, it's basically just acceptance. Is there, yeah, yeah. Is there, is there a group? Do you guys vote on things? Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. I mean, it's a democracy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but usually there's like a very passionate rhetoric on like two sides, and then it's like, and then it settles. And then it settles. Yeah. And then, then, you know, kita kita lang tayo sa jam. Studio next week. All right. I love, Sunday, Synergy. <laughs> yeah. So going into your going into your EP and wow. capturing this feeling, right? Because it's really, I mean, if you go in, I'm sure what your skeleton um and how it's filled out in the jams is you know different when you can when you got into the studio. Um with all the possible takes that we didn't hear. That were not released, right? Because this is this is recorded live, right? Um, in in uh, in in Wildgrass. Um, when you got when you got in, you had these skeletons ready, and I guess you were just ready to run with it. 
um, what what really annoys the shit out of me in, in with this EP is that it's only it's only five fucking songs. <laughs> That that annoyed the shit out of me because I'm like I want more. You know I'm one of those guys who I will listen to it straight through and I'm like oh you know. And I'm one <laughs> of the like guys a- who I'm the guy who's screaming more more more. If this was a gig, I'd be like more five five songs really. You know. Well, and why why did it just happen with five songs, guys? You were there now. You could have done the whole the whole thing. You know. Yeah, we did. Would you, you know. Um, like the other two, we actually did seven songs for the, oh. the filming and production, but the two are like covers, so it's like can't release it. And uh, there's all this, like, there's all these fees to pay, but we're still gonna release them, we're just gonna release them, uh, like for free. It's on yeah. YouTube, it's on YouTube, yeah. It's, it's on YouTube. YouTube. One of them's yeah, a Christmas yeah. song. Oh, <laughs> yeah, we can use that again, I guess. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's your sure seller every year. It's a Christmas song, that's why people release yeah, 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 right. like Christmas albums. By release yeah. the Christmas, okay. <laughs> so it's so a great the five songs that started out in order, and I love yeah. all five because it's so it's so varied. And you know, that that's when I realized that you know, because I was as I was walking around today doing my errands. Um, you know, I had to go to the bank. I had to like get some groceries, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And I'm walking around, and I realized that you know, I was I, parang when 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 the five songs ended. You know, Spotify has this thing where it'll just you, it'll work on your algorithm. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, this right. is this and I had to pull out my phone. I'm like, this is not by them. What the fuck? So I just repeated. Um, I just put on repeat the whole album on repeat. You know, and it's nice because it had this this such a variety of of um, emotions as i was going through you should have seen me dancing in the aisles in Rustans to sunshine Aww. blue um Aww. and it was, it was so much fun and then i realized you know, i started getting darker when when villain um came on i'm like mm. and i remember i was by the canned goods and i was like yeah, it's it's such a it's such a mundane activity i was doing today but the soundtrack that you provided and it's funny enough and i didn't know this about you guys um, especially general that, that you did soundtracks for video games. I felt like I was in a video game today because of the moods. It worked. I felt like <laughs> I was leveling. I, I was going through different worlds, different rooms in the video game. Yeah. You know? Oh, and, yeah. And you were giving me the soundtrack to actually go through my day. And before I knew it, all my errands were done. But nice. I'm going to the album because I can repeat. Well, <laughs> looks like we're going to be going to back to work again soon, guys. I hope so. I hope so. so there are a lot of comments. There are a lot of comments. Yeah, yeah. Diba? More pa. Diba? IB? Yeah. Right? I agree. Aha, I want more. Same thing. I want more. I wanted more. And I can only imagine, doing some research about you guys, I can only imagine that this is, these are the captured dicks um, that we, we are hearing, that were released, right? But I can only imagine what would it feel like at the live gig where... Um, you would have, you, you wouldn't have the barriers of, of the time constraints of a release, or you wouldn't have the uh, oh this is the one take that's released. You'll be feeding off that moment, being the organic band that you are. But I just want to figure out. Let's go song by song. There are only five songs, which you know annoys the shit out of me because only five <laughs> songs, right? Um, how did Higad happen? 
Let's start out with the first track, Higad. <laughs> How did that happen? Who started that out? Uh, that mm. that was uh, by me. How did that start out? That was just like, um, it's just like a loop in my because I have a, a you know a lot of like sketches and loops and in my computer just like when I'm not oh. doing anything I just I just I just sketch you know I said make I make loops and stuff so it started out that way. Um, uh, what what happens is like I'll make a loop and then I'll leave it for like a couple of months, then I'll come back with it and I'll go, hey, this kind of has a future. So that was kind of like that's what happened with me. <laughs> this kind of has a future. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the magic. Like okay, I'm not inspired anymore. So you leave it behind and then you come back to it and then oh, okay, I, I was this is not uh, half bad. So oh. like, it, it, there. then I then I just and that 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 time I rediscovered it. Then I finished it. I fleshed it out and then. Uh, I took it to the band and then Dude, all this time I thought it was because like a Higad fell into your shoulder or something and it'd be like <laughs> Oh shit! Yeah, but, but that was our Yeah! Because like, imagine That's exactly what I saw Those Sesame Street videos where you know Right? Doing exactly, that. and then when it goes to the second but that's when it starts. You know, it's on my face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. yeah like yeah. trying to get the he got off of you. Yeah. And then it goes back to. And then solo, big lang. Oh shit! It's still there. <laughs> well, apparently we were all wrong because it just started out as a sketch in his computer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'll believe what I believe because that's fun. <laughs> right there. That's true. I, mean, I, I guess that's, that's what's beautiful. That's the beautiful thing about like, you know, how things start with, with, with a sketch on his computer yeah. and him going back a couple of months. Like, you know, he can going back a couple of months and going, hey, this has a future. And then when he gives it to you, that's, I think that's the beauty about organic music where it takes on another meaning. It takes on another life. And it's funny oh, that yeah. most of us just saw the Higad, right? Which he never saw. But <laughs> it gives it a life of its own when it's in other people's hands or in other people's ears. And then you just add on your, you know, your take on it. And that's right. I'll, I'll believe what I believe. You know, I'll believe what I believe. It's more fun. And that's your take on it. And that's what that's your contribution, which I think is... I reject your reality you know, and substitute I, it with my own. <laughs> <laughs> yes, One that's liners. the way to go. That's the way yeah. to go. <laughs> and then, okay, and then going, and then going into "Sunshine Blue," which is, I think, my favorite, um, because it's just, it's just, it lifts me up, man. You know, how did "Sunshine Blue" happen? Also, yeah, also something I wrote, but I kind of forgot now. I was. One of the older ones. I kind of forgot how I wrote it, but the the arrangement of the song um, it's different from our arrangement on the record. So that's another example of like you going back to something and then uh, trying to like. Oh, it's like I came back to the song and I was like much older because that's like I said one of the oldest yeah. originals. I came back to it because I felt like it wasn't like me anymore. I had to like update it for. Because now I'm older, so I can I can bring my experience into it. So, mm. uh, yeah, the, it it was like that. It, it 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 was more like I guess like 
uh, it was more like a pop uh, arrangement before, and then mm-hmm. kind of became more of a Latin thing. Uh, right. I, you know, but that, yeah, that's one of the oldest. So like, it probably also started out as like a sketch in my in my computer. I, I remember it was a sketch. It was something in our Dropbox. It was just uh, yeah, okay. uh, instrumental, and you were like, oh, 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 oh. Uh, "Hey, Isab, can you try writing lyrics for this?" And <laughs> I'd never written lyrics before. So when I when I brought UK the my sketch, it was like I don't know. I think you kept like just like a line or something, <laughs> just like sunshine, <laughs> sunshine blue or something. I just know you got like stoned with Julio, and then that's when you finished the lyrics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Julio who you really like hashed it out with. It's interesting because I mean, writing lyrics when you latch on to one line, um, when you're writing your lyrics, and I've done this also, Sab, do you find that you know you you're just finding things to you just fi- trying to find words to fill up um, the space, oh, yeah. and then you figure out what you really want to say, and usually it happens when, like for example, if if you just kept sunshine blue. And that's the only thing that worked. It changes the entire thing, and you figure out what you're trying to write about. Um, it's it's a strange kind of wordplay because you're you're going with ideas. You know, when you write lyrics, you have to figure out what you're writing about. What what? How does the song feel? How do you want you know to make the listener feel? How are you feeling? All these things come, and sometimes the words don't come, <laughs> or, oh. or you're just putting the words in, and you're just trying to fill up the space. So, you know, in, in, in terms of writing, um, Sam, what is your process in that sense of elimination, of refinement? Do they get down on you, the rest of the band, going, what the fuck are you writing? <laughs> you know? Because um, believe me, that's happened to me. My band members are like, what the shit. hell? What kind of day have you had, man? Why are you writing this shit? I'm like, hey, you know? It's not set in stone, you know? Yeah, oh yeah. It's just like that. Who hurt you, know? you Isab? <laughs> it's basically like that. Like, sino na naman to? Gano. Right? Diba? Um, yeah, you write, about, you write about your life. Eh. Diba? Yeah, yeah. It's basically yeah. like... But also, like, my version of sketches would be recordings on my phone. So, uh, I usually have the the thought of what I want to say with the melody na. So, mm-hmm. like, with, with Ghost, it was, it started with, um, in time, with the chorus, in time, you said... In time, you said again, slow down. Because I was so annoyed wow. <laughs> at like that line. Um, it was actually said to me in like a breakup. So it was like, oh, okay. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's yeah. the but that's the that's the that's the power that writers have. You know, we will immortalize yeah. you. Really Taylor Swift spirit. <laughs> right? Hey, don't hate Taylor. Yeah. Hey, you know, Taylor, she's a, John she's Mayer a genius. did the same thing. Yes, there you go. There you go. She's uh. a genius in her own right. But, you know, you really tend to write from your experiences. It makes it more authentic. It makes it, you know, whether it's been True. said to you or you said it, 
you know, coming from yeah. a breakup like Ghost. You know, it's funny that because with Ghost, um, the lyrics are so heartbreaking, but then you know the beat behind it is so light, naman. Yeah. There's that there's that contrast, but I wouldn't have imagined yeah. that scenario going with that music. But I think it's it's the contrast that actually makes it um, work yeah. in a because sense, and funny. that's yeah. It it makes it funny because it's like in in time in time you said slow down, so I'm gonna make the song fast. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> fast like my feelings, you know. And then, okay, so, you know, we, we've heard from about Ghost. And then what about Villain, Naman? Villain's another favorite of mine because that's, I think that's the track that really made me go into the video game mode on my right. Um It's um, such a, it's it's not even a mood. It's a soundscape um, that, yeah. you know, things that you hear in your head when mm-hmm. you are just going about your day, like I like I was saying, even the most mundane tasks, it gets elevated because of that soundscape. Yeah. And the it's like you're in a movie. It. Yeah, it's like you're in a movie. And we're all in our movies, yeah. our own little movies when we're going out. Right. Except in my movie, I was just pissed I had to wear a fucking face shield. Oh, <laughs> so annoying. Oh, in, in, in my movie, I was in a suit, but then unfortunately, I was not. Um, you know, <laughs> How did villain come about? That one was kind of like uh, it was just a chorus, and then I had like a scat melody, which was supposed to be the verse, but I couldn't find the right uh, the words. So I, yeah. I, it, it just had the chorus, you know, the villain, the villain, it just had that one. And then I kind of just gave it to Zia, and then Zia like interviewed me about, like, so, like, what is this song about for you? And then it came about from there. So she filled in all the, all the lyrics. She added, added a bit of herself. It's interesting when you when you throw it out, do you find any hesitation in throwing something out there that's personal? Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, yeah. And I think that, that that goes a long way in terms of the band dynamics that you have to trust the person you're throwing this out to, um, yeah, so that totally. they they can they can run with it, and that's basically like that, that. That's my plant. That's your. That's my baby. You know, yeah. that's my emotion. That's my life experience. Where are you taking it? Why are you making it into a samba? You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, because it's not your idea. But I think the beauty of the the organic nature um, of your songwriting when you throw it to somebody else and they put their own take on it. Um, I think it adds life to it, and go. It goes. In, it can go into a direction that you didn't think it would. Yeah, and that's the beauty of of um, your songs. I like I said, you know, today I was just imagining you guys um, playing this live, and depending, I suppose, on you know your audience or even the bar you're in, that probably affects um, how you're going to play this. And in your live gigs. Does it do that? Sometimes. Do you guys think about it? <laughs> you you go guys. Ahead, <laughs> um. Yeah. Sometimes, I guess for for me, I switch up some lyrics depending on how I feel that day. Um. Or. Like maybe I do. Uh. 
the same verse twice. I don't know. <laughs> just it's mostly uh, the musicians. They take a longer solo, or yeah. they take a slow or fast one, or or sometimes, or sometimes like if we feel that oh nobody's listening, maybe we'll try something more experimental. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There are many moments uh, in the game that we reach for something within practice. <laughs> yeah, it comes out. Most of the time, Spring. I guess, it comes out pretty good. <laughs> but I guess, that I mean, that's the beauty of it also. If it, it keeps it fresh. Eh? Because if you only play it the way it's recorded, exactly. Yeah. you're covering yourself. Yeah, Which is yeah. like... Yeah, this is the record. You know, yeah. I, I love, I love like, when I, when I watch bands and they do a cover song and they make it theirs. That for wow. me is, a, is 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 that's so much fun because this is your take on it in terms of sound arrangement, etc. Exactly. The feeling, the mood, um, but it's also a trap that I've seen also a lot of recording artists fall into where they feel like they have to play their own song in a certain way because the crowd expects it to be played in a certain way. Uh, I have certain I have a, I have a lot of admiration for artists who will not do that. Like I'm gonna mix up my own song. And basically, because this is how I'm feeling tonight, and I think that's that's um, it takes a, a certain amount of courage to do that, certain amount of uh, rebellion, um, because I'm not going to cover my own song. Placado, why? What's the point, right? Um, and I can only imagine what goes on with the band dynamics on stage at your gigs. Um, now, talking about gigs. In a sense, what's what's I mean? You know, obviously, we haven't had gigs in the past, you know, um, since the pandemic started, right? Um, when you were when when uh, gigs were allowed, off the top of your head, what would be the best gig you guys have ever had? Best I'm sure we're going to get different huh? answers from everybody. Yeah, I wonder best what the best gig, gig was. Best gig. Are we Bacola. are we having different answers though? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Bacala Jazz Fest was really oh, fun. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. Okay, yeah. DJ Bacola Fest. Yeah. What was fun DJ about Fest. it? What, what 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 was fun about the Bacala Jazz Fest? What made well, that stand out as a best gig? We were taken care of very well. <laughs> very well. I guess it's the whole experience, not just us. the festival. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, the entire thing. We went to the beach. We went to it was it was like a long drive back to the beach, deva. Right? Um, I mean, that yeah. was after the show, and then we even had Kilawin. We had a lechon. Oh, oh, I miss it. <laughs> <laughs> All but, the but going back to the music. Oh shit! Yeah, the Inasal. No, let's go back to the food. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I never ate. I don't eat as much, but when I was in Bacolod. I don't know. I ate a lot. <laughs> well, the food, the food's really good there, and the booze is really cheap. Exactly. And, Bacolod, and, and you know, going to Bacolod, they take care of you. Even when you're not playing music, they take care of you. They take care of you really They're well. They're so nice. They're so nice. They're lovely, lovely people. You know, apart from just the Bacolod Jazz Fest itself, um, um, our handlers, Silla JD, they, they brought us to a local show, actually. Local uh, place, no? What was that? Place called Par Artist something. I don't yeah, know, guys. Artist Square or something. And then we were there just to watch a gig, and they were 
they were they were they were super they were, they were super fun to watch. And then Savik was like, okay, sige, jump jump kayo. Mm-hmm. And then they some of us just went up stage and we were like just playing with them. And we got to meet a few friends too. So it was super like a, a, a whole different experience. And yeah. And we, we, we saw like people our age man, because in Bacolod Jazz Fest they were mostly mga yo, Tito Tito age. I mga guess. seniors. Mga se- mga se- mga senior. Yeah. Naman seniors. Mga senior. <laughs> yeah, instead of beer, they'd give they'd give you the scotch. They'd give you all you, you could tell by a, the kind of alcohol they give you. That's true. <laughs> that is true. And how how jack how, how fudged up I was that night. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. So I know unanimous but Bacolod Jazz Fest unanimous for the food and the beach. Kayo. Ako ba the whole beach is a, is a, um, our first beach uh gig and it's like you know we, we took a boat to the to the, to the island and we, yeah that was nice. This was in where? This was in Puerto Galera. Yeah, not, not the one here, no. Was it in no. the original spot in Puerto Galera or the beach? Or beach. White, white, or white, white beach. White beach. Yeah. Ah, the yeah. white beach. See, yeah, yeah. that's mm. that that I would have met you guys there. I I you know it's so ironic with the Malasimbo. Oh. I have bad karma with Malasimbo because every time Malasimbo comes up, I have a show yeah. in Manila, so I can't go. Mm. And how that's ironic! Up. It was so ironic that the last one in Puerto Galera in the white be- in White Beach. In Puerto Galera, not the mountain yeah. area, but by the beach area. Mm-hmm. Um, my band was actually slated to play the Blue Rats, mm-hmm. and um, and the and yeah, and Andy Johnny, Luxine. yeah, John, I, Johnny, to the Johnny Bessa. And, oh my yeah, God! Yeah, so I sing Sorry. for them. Fantastic. So I sing for them, and it's ironic because Andy Luxin basically owns the beach that we played in, that we were that that you guys played in, and I couldn't go because I was opening a show. On that very day, Aww. so so my back was just sending me. So I've never been, I've never actually been to a Malasimbo gig because I've oh. always had a show, and my Dude. band was such jerks because they were just sending me pictures. You know, dito sayang Jamie, and like tangi na tangi na Johnny. Yeah, and I was in, I was in, I, and we were doing a dress tech before opening the show, and I was in a theater, and I was like, oh, I wish I was there with you guys. <laughs> you know? oh. But yeah, I mean, Malasimbo gigs are also legendary um, in terms of just not only the artists that you're also you get to hang out with and, and play and oh, you know and play with and watch, but also the audience that goes there. I've heard, I would like to experience it one day. Um, are fantastic, so that's great. So going from Malasimbo and and the, and the Bacolod Jazz Fest as your best gigs in memory, what? What would be the worst gigs that you've had? Mm. <laughs> in the jazz. You guys remember funk. You guys remember funk in the jazz? What's that? <laughs> what is that? Funk in the jazz. Okay, so I remember um, our our then sax. What's this? I think it took us a while to find the place. Even I forgot where it was. It was in this uh, where is it? Kalayaan or something. Kalayaan, oh, it was uh, somewhere in QC. But uh, anyway, and then um, I think it was during college, pa. And then 
I think everything that night was going wrong. Like we had a problem with the sound, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then shit. You you were pissed, I think, that day. And then it was just like shit. And then our sax, our then sax guy, wasn't there because he also couldn't find the place. And then the moment he came, he was. We were already starting the first song. And then crap, we finished the set. And then afterwards, sax guy, he got hit by a drunk driver. Holy shit! Remember this. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, no I don't know. It was a really bad night. I think it was also raining. I don't know, but I think I'm just embellishing in my brain. I don't know. It just felt <laughs> no, bad. yeah, no, you might as well add it in. I mean, you know, you can't find the place. It's raining, sound is yeah. bad, drunk Stress. drivers. Parking was I don't know where. <laughs> I don't know where to park. <laughs> oh shit. Oh <laughs> Ayo, Another one guys. Another one was, um, so we used to have a regular gig at this bar. I don't know if you, you should <gasps> mention it. Oh, my God. Um, but then, <laughs> so. Now I remember. That's um TF would be door charge, right? So we get mm. there. We expect door charge. And it turns mm. out it's a private event. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, they, okay. so they didn't tell us. Because you know, I don't know. Probably we were supposed to negotiate a higher rate because yeah, because we charge higher for a private event. You would charge higher. Yeah, you would. Yeah, that that makes sense. Yeah, but uh, they didn't tell us, and so suddenly our friends who were waiting outside couldn't get in because the door was telling them, "Uh, this is a private event," and we're like, "What the hell?" (laughs) Okay, I think this will take the cake. This will that take the cake. Was this, the is, this, this was yeah, the yeah. worst. This was oh, the I, worst. We played. Can, we still played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We still played. We even got mad at the owner like at the same night. I think. Yeah. We had yeah, a meeting yeah. after, and it's like, hey, this that no cannot do. <laughs> yeah. That was so yeah. stressful. Because yeah, I mean, like, you know, the, the basic thing would be to at least inform you guys. Because yeah, what if what if you you know. Your friends would be coming in. Um, you had uh, your 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 crowd would be coming in, and then if people already would make the journey there, especially since it's a it's a it's puesto no eh, puesto yeah, yung gig no eh. So basically, if you're a regular there, you have regular goers, and to close it down all of a sudden to a to a private event, mm-hmm. at the very least they could have done was inform you. So you could have told yeah. you know. Your group, that's tough, man. That, I can only imagine how this meeting afterwards went. <laughs> oh, I can, I can oh, uh, remember another two. Remember. Oh, I, uh, first is, I guess, yung, uh, there was one restaurant in Makati that we played oh in. Oh, my God. Yeah. Remember that? You remember, of course, you'll remember that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> so, so what happened was, uh, of course, we had the usual setup that, uh, you know, uh, we play there and we get like food, and, you know, the usual food and drinks. You know. So, so not only was the setup like, but it's also at some point when we were leaving, the the manager, it's not the owner, uh, the manager is making us pay for the food because parang sumobrada or something. But like, parang alam ko like in the beginning we agreed na ganto yon, so they were charging us for uh, extra stuff, and I. I I think others have other stuff regarding that. that yeah. 
It was okay. So the agreement was um, it was gonna be a full band setup. They would have the they would have drums, and when I got there, walang drums. So I had to call everybody and like, um, so how are we gonna do this? How how are we gonna play? Can you can you guys bring your stuff? And yeah, oh, somehow boy. somehow um, John was able to play. Hi hat and snare lang yun eh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the bare bones, bare bones. Bare bones lang. But oh boy, that was Oh. Yeah. You know, it's fine. Have you ever experienced like a gig at a place where because I've I've gone through a couple of these where you're not allowed to go in through the front. You have to go in by the to the back. Oh, through the no. back entrance. I, I remember arguing there was a bar in BGC. This was like years and years and years ago. Before it was, it was, it wasn't even BGC. It was the fort, you know. Um, and there was a place that had live music every Friday and Saturday. But then they would insist that the band would go through the back entrance and not mingle. And you you weren't even allowed to mingle with the the crowd or the guests even in between sets. And I was oh. like, man, I remember getting really drunk. And arguing with the manager. And then in the midst of our argument, of course, this poor woman is just doing her job, right? Yeah, um, yeah. She mentions the name of the owner. And it turns out I knew the owner. So I call him up and I said, what the fuck are you doing telling us that we can't mingle with the crowd, you know, and all that, yeah. considering that this, this person was also a musician. And so, oh. you know, we played the second set. And of course, it just... It makes it weird because when when that when these things are imposed on you, it makes the set that you're playing, it gives it a strange weird. energy, right? Because you're not yeah. you're not you're not free to you, you can, I can't even say hello to my girlfriend in the audience because she's a guest. What the fuck, right? You know. Hey, um, oh and I remember after playing there, and because I was on the phone with the owner, apparently quite you know like um, pissed off. The very next week, he changes the policy. And uh, unfortunately, that still happens to this day. Like when you played the hotels, they don't like you entering from the front. Oh, my God. And it's oh. funny because, uh, you, know, um, you know, basically, you're, you're the entertainment. Um, and I don't like the idea that you can't come in from the front door and mingle with the guests because that's what makes the guests come back. You know, exactly. um, it's yeah. not only yeah. just about the music, but it's also like, hey, yeah. you know, what brings you here um, to watch to watch right. us? And it's oh, funny gosh. that there's always a disparity between the manager, like the manager running after you. I saw more bill, you know, right? So, oh. so food, you know, all that, right? Um, it's funny oh, that boy. they they the way um, certain venues. That's why we're very picky also with the venues that we play. Because not all venues are the same, a eh, in regards of setup, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Some venues are much better, um, but it's also the attitude towards the musicians, where yeah. I hate I hate the idea where you're just hired guns to play for the night. There's a reason why That's we're not playing. Fun. That's not so fun. So at least give us the dignity of being able to come in from the front door mm -hmm. and mingling with the guests. So important. It, it's a matter of respect as well. I think it's exactly. so important. Because without the band playing there, without the live music, you wouldn't have any people in your bar. Mm, exactly. Yeah, you know? True. So it's so just true. giving that a certain level of importance and a certain level of respect. 
But it's mm-hmm. funny that ang dami niyang kwento about worst gigs. <laughs> yeah. We could go on and on. Yeah. We could yeah, go yeah. on. Come. I was about to mention oh, one more, but I said it's about how my. Okay, go Elijah, go. Go, go for it, man. Okay, okay, okay. So, disclaimer, <laughs> lang. This, this, no. this is not actually the gig, but the journey to the gig. Okay, so this is your disclaimer, no? Okay. So it was, I guess, one of uh, uh, our first wish guesting, and I was riding with Ike. <laughs> you remember oh. that Ike? <laughs> it was in. It was oh, no. uh, so the bus was in Manila. So. Uh, short story, pero very infuriating. So basically, uh, nasa sa Manila na kami. So magat, uh, medyo confusing kasi mga signs. So parang yeah. tumabi kami to ask yung isang MBA personnel about directions. Tapos inutongan niya kami. Or <laughs> 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 uh, asking a question. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh. yeah it's so bad. I yeah, guess that, I think that's what makes that's what makes like being a musician and doing all these gigs and never playing in the same place, you know, for very long. Um, it's always a new adventure. You don't know what to expect. Yeah. You know what, what kind of crowd you're gonna get. Um, you don't know if the MMDA is going to make you caught over, <laughs> or if yeah, the manager is yeah. gonna run after you. And I think oh that's what makes God. it. Yeah. I think that's what makes it more exciting than you know. Not just are you creating music, but the life that comes with it. Yeah, it's yeah. quite an interesting totally. life where you don't. It's not routine. It's never routine. Every gig is different. You know. Correct. Yeah. And, and now that's. There's not much gigs happening. Oh boy, it's a weird one. I know it's weird. It's weird to adjust the idea where Tangina, we're not playing live, diba? Oh, the crowd. And the longer yeah. we are into this pandemic, um, I feel you know, I, I feel like most of the, the, the music community is itching to play live, right? They want to play live. Yeah. My worry is that we're getting used to not playing live, not playing live. We're getting used yeah. to, oh, let's just do the videos. Oh, let's just do this. Oh, look, well, I'm in traffic. Eh. You know what I mean? Or it's not safe out there. There's a certain wow. amount of of fear, but also um, uh, I think a resignation to this is how life is going to be. And I think we have to constantly fight against that and challenge ourselves. I think that when gigs can finally come back here, um, which I am predicting to be, you know, perhaps at the end of the year, um, controlled gigs mm-hmm. because more people are being vaccinated, yeah. right? Um, I think it's going to be a renaissance of so many um, art forms, not just musicians, yeah. but theater, ballet, um, yeah. poetry, because we've just been all cooped up for so long. And the thing is, yeah. we just have to hold on until that time where we're allowed to play again. Exactly. And I think it's going to be an explosion. And then we're going to get on stage. We're gonna get on stage and figure out shit. Do I still remember how to do this? Can I still sing like two <laughs> sets or three sets of forty-five minutes? Do I still have a oh, voice goodness. to do that, right? I mean, that's a that's oh, nah. that's a real concern, that's right, Isab? That's a real yes. concern. Can I still sing yes. three sets? Oh, boy. Oh, because yeah. we haven't had to do it. Not like oh, before. No. Na back to back yung gigs natin, <laughs> di ba? Okay lang eh. Oh, oh. Pero ngayon, since matagal tayong nawala, tana kaya ko pa balain two sets. Kaya ko pa in three sets. Oh my god. Yeah. Man, it's gonna be like going to another planet, huh? Oh shit! <laughs> I only realized that now. <laughs> and then when Especially we get us. back, and then when we get back yeah. to gigging, we're gonna be thinking, shit, shit. Okay, do I have to wear a mask? Am I taking my mask off? 
And like, oh. you know what I mean? Yeah. Especially you singers, to, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you guys have the option. Well, you don't have enough. You have to. You have, you have to take off your mask. You can't play a flute with your mask on. I was joking how I can just cut a little slit here. Edi walad eh. Tanggalin mo na lang. Ganun din pare. Yep. But there's, there's going to be this fear, but I think, you know, I think the excitement of it and the passion of it, Um, there will always be a certain amount of fear. There's always a certain amount of fear before I play. Because, you know, I'm, I'm worried, am I, am I in top shape? Am I going to fuck it up? Can I reach this note? That fear is always ever present whenever you know you you want it to be a good gig, right? But then the fear of the of of returning to live gigs from the pandemic um is gonna be there, but I think the excitement and the passion should more than balance it out. Because we all wanna play live. We all wanna go back to having a drink, you know, with our friends and playing live music or even going to watch live music, you know. Um, like yeah. other countries are doing now. So I think it's going to be an explosion of, you know, um, I think we're all going to be gigil. When we go, para ang bilis na mga kanta natin. Unang kanta. Kasi we're so gigil. Diba? Oh no. <laughs> When we see the crowd in front of us, pare, let's go double time. You know, that's what's going to happen. But I hope, I bet the I hope... crowd, I bet go the ahead. crowd's also going to be just as hyped. So, It'll yeah, be fine. <laughs> yeah, the energy, the energy going back and forth when we're in the same space again playing live. They won't know this. <laughs> It's gonna be insane, right? Yeah. Dude. Um. So yeah. I, you know, I, I really hope that you know it comes sooner than later. Um. We are currently setting protocols for this because I'm a safety officer. So we've actually spent the time in creating protocols for when live gigs come back, okay. whether it be in a small scale or or a large scale. And we just have to get uh, the powers that be on the same page. So, uh, you know, I think we should all do our part and, um, you know, make sure we stay healthy, we stay safe, we stay sane, and we're ready for that when that moment comes back. Yeah. You know, when, it, when that moment uh, arrives where we can play again, I'll be right there saying more. If you only play five songs, I'm going to be so pissed. <laughs> If I come to watch your gig and it's only five well, songs, then. I'm going to th- throw bottles of beer at you guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. I'll be the irate concert goer going, Puta ka na, more! 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 You should do six to seven, so you're good. <laughs> yeah, six to seven. We'll make them long. So that's you know, oh. at least at least too late. But I mean, I'm thinking that's you know, true. When, that's when, true. When live gigs come out, nanduna tayo eh. So bakit mm-hmm. tatlong kanta lang? Bakit limang kanta lang? So is sulit na natin, di ba? We're out na. Eh. You know, make the most out of it. Oh, And speaking yeah. of more, okay, we're gonna go into um, we're gonna go into the segment of the show called uh, we call the rundown, where I'm gonna be asking yeah. you 10 quick questions. Right. right. Um, answer just off the top of your head. You can choose to explain or not to explain. That's perfectly all right. I will um, call you out one by one. Uh, it's 10 questions for each of you. The first one being, and this is actually tougher than a mathematic um, question. Um, oh, no. If you, if you only had to choose one, one, what would be your absolute favorite song in the whole world? Uh, only one. Jello, let's go. Dynamite, Jamiroquai. Ah, nice. All right. EK. I can never get it off my head. <laughs> uh, what's going on, Marvin Gaye? Ooh, nice one. Uh, I was just listening to that. Elijah. 
Oh man, it's so hard. Uh, uh, I guess, don't think I guess, too much. Uh, oh, uh, Michael Jackson, uh, Billy Jean. So Billy Jean. There you go, Billy Jean. Isab. You go, Isab. Let's stay together, Al Green. Oi. Nice. Okay, really good choices, guys. All right, going to our second question. Um, if you only had to choose one, who would be your favorite local artist or group? Oh. EK, let's start with you. Oh, man, one? Shit. One. Oh, no. Just one. It's like choosing. But it's so hard, right? You have to choose from your favorite children. Who yeah, would be yeah. the one local artist or group that you would say would uh, be free? Oh, man, one. Uh, I'll go with like a classic. I'll go with Apo Hiking Society. Oh, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> good one, good one. Oh, Jello. Okay, I found it. Pawikan, remember them? The one with them, oh, they yeah. use oh indigenous God. instruments. Yeah, they're so they're such fun to yes. watch. Ah, I love them. <laughs> I miss them. I miss watching them live. Me too. It's so I don't know. It's just nice flood. I don't know. It's nice reggae. Their energy is just so like. Mm. <laughs> okay, Elijah, you go. Yeah, so. I'll um, also take the classic route and say uh, George Canseco. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. George Canseco. George yeah. Canseco. Uh, yeah, yeah. Good. All right. <laughs> the Rainmakers. The Rainmakers. Nice. Nice. Good choices, guys. Okay, let's go into question number three. Um, oh, these are easier because these are personal questions. Okay, so uh, let me ask you: What turns you on? What uh -oh. turns you on? There's a lot. One lang. All right, one lang. What turns you on? Ek, let's start with you. Communication. Communication. Yeah. Oh, Jello, what turns you on? Cosplay. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, okay. you say it in such a dirty way, man. Yeah, you say yeah. cosplay. And you have everything behind you. Look <laughs> <See? Ikaw>, Elijah. <laughs> Elijah, what turns you on? Oh, hello, uh, personality. Personality, oh. yes. Yes. Am I the only sexual one here? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you haven't heard from Isab yet. Isab, what turns Okay, okay. Uh, humor. Humor. Humor can be sexy. Humor is sexy. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Okay, so let's flip it around. And I want to ask you what turns you off. Isab, let's start with you. Off? Um, It would be... The opposite of communication, <laughs> just like this shutting down, building a wall. Building a wall. Okay, yeah. I understand. I totally get that. Elijah? B.O. Uh, <laughs> That's true. Yeah, That's true. Yeah, yeah. I like how Iba is more of like ano yun, non tangible. It was non tangible naman diyan, pero like it's more sh shallower. <laughs> yeah, bio. I don't think it's phased me, bio. Ikaw jello. What turns you off? Shit, shit, shit. Um, what turns me off? Not having anything to do. Actually, yeah, not having anything to do. 
swear. I think like if I have a day of just no work, no projects, no music, or it'll drive me nuts. Okay. Right? Yeah. I get that. I get that. Sometimes right. days right. and days doing nothing is also good though. Yeah. But I understand. I understand. I understand where you're coming from. It's more tiring, kaya. <laughs> oh, actually, actually, Ikaw, Ike, what turns you off? Uh, clinginess. Clinginess. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We all know that that one someone. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. Get off me. <laughs> if you don't know how to be apart. You know, right. Funny. Right. Yeah. True. True. Okay, let's go into um, question number five. Ek, what is your favorite word? Fuck. <laughs> because you can use it in so many ways, man. Yeah, yeah. It's a very oh, flexible it. word. Ika uh, uh, mm, mm, uh, Efficiency. <laughs> efficiency. Woo. Okay. Yes. Good. Elijah, favorite word. What? <laughs> What's your favorite word? Kids. Ah. What's that? What's that, Elijah? Yeah. Sorry, sorry. I was muted the whole time. Oh my god. Oh shit. Uh, All right. Favorite word. Uh, I guess lick with a double C. So. Lick with a double C. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah, that lick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that kind the of musical. Okay. Yeah. okay. The musical <laughs> lick, not me. lick. Okay. All right. Uh, Isab, favorite word? Sleep. Sleep. <laughs> that is true. Classic Isab. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They've seen me. Cranky because I haven't had enough sleep. Sleep. Hey, sleep, sleep. I'm a firm believer in in naps. Aside from yeah. your usual nightly sleep, I'm a siesta mm-hmm. boy right there. I'm, I have I have this uncanny ability to take power naps anywhere I am. And <laughs> oh my yeah, gosh! Yeah, I, I, I can take a power naps. nap of like ten minutes and then I'm done. I'm I'm good. I'm like, good to go. Could you sleep like in an office chair, like super uncomfortable, and then like I have, I have, I, I have slept, that. I have slept standing up, oh, um, yeah. in yeah, the yeah. middle of, the bus. yeah, in the but, middle uh, of, a yeah, city. in the no, not I, I wasn't even the bus. I was in the middle of an open field in the fort, setting up a show for Pulp. Uh, I think it was oh, the Pulp boy. anniversary. And I was the I was the floor director and, and uh, stage manager, so I was watching the setup going on. I was standing in the middle of the field, holding a clipboard, wearing my shades. So I was standing there, and ina unload palang nilang ilaw. And then nung gising ko, nakatayo pa rin ako, nakakat na yung ilaw at nagfocus na sa lang ilaw at gabi na. Sabi ko, wow, achievement unlocked. <laughs> I can I can sleep standing up, not leaning on a wall. I was in I was in the middle of an open field, man. Damn. And I actually Damn. slept. Oh, see, si Adrian Arsega nandito, Jello. Aids. What what costume are you working on in the background right now? <laughs> oh, over there. Um, that's not a Genshin Impact. Um, Genshin Impact cosplay, and it's mine. I cross dress. Ha ha ha. Ah. That's why I like keeping math. But yeah, and there's a lot of other stuff here that can't be seen. 
because there's NDA, so I didn't uh-huh. put it there. <laughs> okay, very good, very good, very good. All right, so um, we're going to go to our next question, question number six. Okay, what drives you crazy? Crazy bad. Oh, What no. drives you crazy? Isab, let's start with you. Um, not, not being organized drives me crazy. Not being organized. Wow. I get that. I get that. I get that. Elijah? Mine would be, I guess, filthy bathrooms. <laughs> True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially when you need to go number two. I mean, <laughs> True. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah. I can relate. Like how Jello, what drives you crazy? Just one thing. This is, this is easy. Not having the things I need when I need them. Ah, oh, boy. Yeah. Swear. Especially <laughs> when I'm running a workshop like this. I want to have, like, when you're in the creative process, you just want to, like, Okay, so I can just grab this and make it there. Okay, done. But if you don't have that one thing, it's just, oh, shit, I have to wait two, two days for Shopee to deliver it. Yeah. yeah, so that's why my yeah. or- workshop is so disorganized. So if you don't like organiz- if you like organization, Isab, you shouldn't be here. <laughs> <laughs> it's very messy right now. Oh, yeah, but it's a creative right. mess. It's a creative it's a, mess. So that's good. That's good. It's a creative mess until you can't find anything anymore. There you go. <laughs> and then you gotta take the time to actually, okay, this is where I put this, and this is where I put this, and then then slowly it'll become a mess again anyway. Uh crappy bad food. You know, that's like 90% uh, white rice. Oh man, yeah, I hate that. Yeah. <laughs> true, true, true. I I can't agree more. Yeah, All right, so let's go. Yeah. Okay, going into the next question. Um, if you can name just one, what would be a uh, guilty pleasure of yours? An indulgence or a guilty pleasure? Ike, let's start with you. Uh, cookies. Cookies. Yeah. <laughs> Any specific Start. kind of cookies? Not really, but I'm, I like. I rarely eat sweets. I was like deprived of sweets by my mom, which I actually thank her for. But yeah, cookies really get me. Like dark, like chocolate chip cookies. Mm. Good, nice one. Uh, Jello. I don't know. It's going pleasure. back to going back to work. Yeah, but I like. I don't know. Working on my own costumes. I feel like uh, I have so many things for my for, for like my clients and then I have to do this for myself and then oh shit yeah I just feel like I'm using company time when I use my <laughs> I don't know it just feels bad but it feels good I guess and that's a guilty pleasure right there that is very guilty <laughs> um... <laughs> Elijah what about you uh, mine would be buying more video games while well, I have many video games in my backlog. <laughs> <laughs> so you already have games you haven't played, but you're gonna buy more, pa? Yeah, yeah, I have a lot. It's like some, 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 some people uh, have that with books, like buying books, and they haven't read a lot of stuff yet. But yeah, that's, that's me with video games. I get that. Oh, and Isab, what would be your guilty pleasure? Chocolate. Mm. Chocolate? Any any specific that you prefer? 
Um, seventy percent dark. Uh, gets, 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 gets. I love that. Okay, let's go into the next question. Um, if you can collaborate with any artist, any artist, local, international, living or dead, who would that artist be? Isab, let's start with you. Collaborate. I don't know. I don't know why it's at the top of my head. Prince. Prince. Oh, yes. Yes. Prince. Oh, yeah. I'm down for that. I'm totally down for that. You go, Elijah, as you know. Ah, it's so hard. It's like picking your favorite uh, artist. Uh, oh, isa lang, isa lang. Uh, I guess mine would be Bill Evans. Mm. <laughs> He's a, the, the jazz pianist. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Very good. Okay. Yellow. Ikaw. The weird, the weird one. Uh, Utada Hikaru from uh, he's the one who did the Kingdom Hearts yes. <laughs> original soundtrack. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's her. <laughs> okay. All right. Good. That's he's great. fun. He's fun. He's fun. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Ego you know. Uh, collaborate. Uh, I would say uh, Herbie Hancock. Ooh, nice. Around it. Nice. Fantastic. Okay. Um, all right. Next question. Um, when you get to heaven, what do you want God to say to you? EK, let's start with you. Uh, uh, what would I want God to say? Um, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Your favorite word. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. <laughs> I like that. Oh Jello, what about you? You go, Jello. Um. Uh, uh, heaven is not real. This is all a lie. This is. <laughs> <laughs> We're all just mere specks in this world. <laughs> I have no clue. <laughs> okay. Everything is uh, a lie. <laughs> everything is a lie. Don't believe. Don't believe don't anything. Believe don't believe. <laughs> I don't know, man. Don't, don't believe. Don't believe in me. Yes. That would be weird. That would be no, a strange real. thing for God to tell you. You're in the Matrix. <laughs> you're, you're just a glitch. <laughs> So you're not okay. God? <laughs> okay, Elijah, what about you? What do you want God to say to you? Oh, man, uh, I can't think of uh, anything. So I guess I'd have to stick to my Christian roots and say, well done, my good and faithful servant. <laughs> That's good. That's good. That's good. And Isab? Uh, I, want, I want him to go full-on TV show and be like, Welcome to the good place, and then Kristen Bell appears. And then, and then, oh and then it's really hell, but it's a simulation. And then Michael, yeah, it's a simulation. And it's, uh, yeah. Oh my God! Yes, and Michael comes in, and then he's just like, yeah, Michael. <laughs> I love that guy, the character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that show. That's that show is so good. That's, 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 you that's, should watch it. Your 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 answers are quite interesting. Um, I'm just wondering how God would convince Jello that he's not in the Matrix. 
<laughs> you know, or what or what version of heaven you would walk into? But like, would a, it be like you know though. when when you when you start thinking of the, the concept of heaven, right? I mean, for Jello, would it be walking into a workshop that has yes. everything he needs? <gasps> I'm already here. Oh <laughs> no, no, you hindi ka na mag-order sa Shopee, pare. Oh my God, dude, I'd love to work on. Yeah, yeah, and I don't have to deal with clients, just myself. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're just creating for yourself. Yeah, yeah, or if yeah. you walk One in, day. like Sabi, you walk into heaven, it's just full of chocolate. Oh. <gasps> Wouldn't that be wonderful? Oh my God. Be wonderful? Saints, it's, it's a yeah. world made of chocolate, right? Wouldn't that be fantastic? Saints are all chocolate. Oh. Blessed be. <laughs> or if you have an God idea of chocolate. Or if you have an idea of heaven when you when you walk in and you have all the musicians that have ever influenced you, that you have ever admired. There's a beautiful band set up with all the best equipment there and great sound. And they're just inviting you to get up on stage and come on, let's jam. And you realize it's extrapolation. Ah! <laughs> there you go, baby. <laughs> there you go. Right there. Right we're, we okay. were with you all along. <laughs> all right, so let's do one for the road. One more, one last question for the road. All right. Um, okay. What for anybody starting in in music right now? What words of wisdom or what advice would you give them? Ek, let's start with you. Um, I guess for me it would be to like uh, tend the like tend the flame of your like passion and creativity and like never never stop making art for its own sake because you know right now there's like this such an emphasis like culturally there's such an emphasis on uh like efficiency and how like if you can't quantify something and you know how much money am i making when i do this but that's uh, i mean there's a time for that but also if you're a musician yeah. then you're an artist so you have to just don't forget to uh, keep don't forget to give yourself moments like that. That's good advice. Jello, what about you? What words of wisdom could you give? I think just coming from my own experience, um, I think people who want to start out music don't really know what they want. So I guess just exposing yourselves to just the weirdest things and figuring out which are the things that you like about it. Like in my case, I just loved how the flute sounded like, and it's just simple as like, I like hearing it. So I chose my instrument <laughs> that way. And I'm just coming at as an instrumentalist, trying to look for a you know, music thing to play their music in. So I guess, yeah, just go with what you feel is right for you. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Elijah, what about you? Uh, mine would be, I guess, uh, it, go with your passion, but don't forget to have fun. Uh, yeah. I mean. That's really important. When it stops being fun. I mean, it's a lot of hard work. True. But yeah, yeah. it should still be fun. If you're not having fun, then you shouldn't be doing it. Life yeah, is too yeah. short. I totally agree with that. And Isab, what about you? Any words of wisdom? Um... Don't rush your art. Mm. <laughs> Don't That's rush your true. art. That's true. Mm. Give it give it room to breathe, give it time to grow. Um yeah. like Ike was saying, plant. tending tending the plant. Tending <laughs> the plant. Yeah, yeah. Aww. That's fantastic. That's great. 
All right. Um, guys, thank you so much. Thank you so much for coming on tonight. Thank you for sharing um, your time with us. And really more power to you guys. I hope you record more songs because seriously, I'm so bitter at five songs. So please. Um, and once uh, live gigs start happening again, I will be there. And I will be the big crazy guy screaming more at your gigs. <laughs> so thank you. Thank you so much. Isab, Elijah, EK, Jello. Um, ladies and gentlemen, extrapolation. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Yes, please stay safe. Thank you. Thanks a lot, guys. Thank you. Ooh, that was fantastic. Um, you know, varied, varied um, answers, very different individuals. You could tell by the way they were answering their questions and making cuento. And it's amazing how um, sometimes uh, what makes a band really work is the combination of all the differences that they have. Um, if it comes together in an organic way. And I think it's very evident um, in particular with extrapolation and um, please do uh, stream their EP. Uh, it's fantastic. I'm sure you're going to enjoy it. And um, I just hope that, uh, you know, in terms of just going off of what they said, you know, keep on creating and follow your passions and have fun. It's got to be fun because if it ain't fun, why the hell are you doing it? So, um, yeah, thank you so much, Extrapolation. And before we say goodnight, just a few more announcements from Offshore Music. Anak ng Bayan by Sulo is out now on all streaming platforms. Uh, make sure to catch this amazing dynamite band from CDO. These guys kick so much ass. Also, uh, alive, of course, at Wildgrass Wild Studios. Um, it's a live EP by Extrapolation. It's also out now on all streaming platforms. Yes, it's only five songs. I'm annoyed, but it's such a good EP, so make sure you stream it. Um, we'd also like to greet Anna Mori, a very, very happy birthday. Um, and uh, we're going to be uh, hearing from her soon. She's going to be guesting because uh, this month is all about offshore artists, and we're going to be really, really happy to have her back, and she talks about her next album that's going to come out soon. And, of course, Vinyl Alert. The last few copies of Apartel's Full Flood album on vinyl are available at Northwest Estate Collectibles and Placa Planet. So make sure you grab your copy now. Thank you so much to our friends from Buenos Dias Panaderia and the Misty Mountain Cafe. Um, really, the happiness that you bring me is unparalleled every morning. Um, if I didn't have you as my ritual, oh, I'd be having a very bad day. So, man, thank you so much, Buenos Dias Panaderia and Misty Mountain Cafe. And, of course, another announcement from our friends from Liquor.ph. Celebrate Bourbon Heritage Month with all the best things about American booze. Liquor.ph has some of the best American whiskeys you can find and with discounted bundles of up to 30% off. Find some of your favorites on sales, such as Elijah Craig, Larceny, and even Evan Williams bourbons. Get it before the deals run out. So thank you so much to our friends, liquor.ph. And I'm really enjoying this gin and tonic you guys sent me. I haven't drank gin in a while. And um, this strawberry-flavored gin is actually working its magic on me. So, um, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Jamie Wilson reminding you to please stay safe, stay strong, and stay sane. Keep on rocking and keep on rolling. And if all else fails, let the music keep you going. And if you find that life has got you shaken up or stirred, mixed up or on the rocks, what matters most is that you take your shot. Cheers. Thank you very much. And good night. On the Rocks with Jamie Wilson is brought to you by Offshore Music. Go where the sound takes you.